TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada as this station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. Our guest today is a tremendous fellow. His name is Frank Switek. He was former supervisor of the town of Chikdawaga. He's of Polish descent. He's a speaker, coach, consultant in the areas of leadership, management, marketing, and sales. And he has conducted over 3,550 presentations. He has to be, he'd have to be 120 years old to do that. For organizations throughout the United States and Canada, but he's he's a young man. In addition to running his own firm in Western New York, he is an executive in residence at Canisius College in Buffalo, New York, and lectures at Princeton University in New Jersey. Now, the book that he has co-authored is called Managers, Can You Hear Me Now? Hard-Hitting Lessons on How to Get Results. Tell me, what is the message from this book, Frank Switek? Well, thank you very much, Brian. I'm delighted to be with you and uh, delighted to be with your audience. The book uh, is a result of a consultancy that I had with Verizon Wireless. I was an outside performance consultant with Verizon Wireless for about 15 years. And it was a time when they went from $191 million in sales to $262 billion in sales which is a staggering uh, increase in sales over about a 20-year period. And the president of Verizon Wireless, uh, Denny Striegel, and CEO of Verizon Wireless, uh, retired uh, shortly thereafter. And I called him and I said, uh, Denny, are you interested in writing a book? And he indicated that he was. Uh, Incidentally, uh, as CEO and president of Verizon Wireless, he's also a Buffalo uh, product, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grew up on Liston Street in Tonawanda and uh, attended Canisius College. So uh, we had that tie. So we wrote the book in about uh, six months, uh, only because I was there for 15 years and I I understood their culture. And we wrote the book published by McGraw-Hill. It's in 16 countries, and uh, about eight countries now are bought publishing rights, uh, including South Korea and Japan and India and so forth. Uh, So the book lays out the management of Verizon Wireless, how Denny Striegel managed Verizon Wireless. And uh, I was part of it because I used to do seminars for them, workshops. I was really on the inside. I attended many of their operations meetings, their strategic meetings, their sales rallies. So basically, the core message of the book is that the number one priority of a manager is to get results. And uh, we sometimes lose that. Uh, Managers get so caught up in activities that they lose sight of what objectives that they are accountable for. 
So that's the main that's the main message. There's a bunch of messages in there we can discuss uh, if you like, but the core message is uh, get results. Well, let's talk the about second, these hard hitting lessons. Tell us about that and how to get the real results. Well, it begins with uh, laying out uh, clear objectives for people, and the objectives that we call them smart objectives, specific measurable, achievable with stretch, relevant to the direction of the company, and have a time target. And objectives should be as clear as your golf score or bowling score so that nobody has to tell you how you're doing. You know when you're bowling, there's a clear objective, and you know what your score is. You know when you're playing golf, the clear objective, and what your score is. So laying out clear objectives performance a big principle is performance begins with clear objectives secondly it is building an environment of accountability holding people accountable for their successes and for missing their targets and the manager obviously has to model all of these behaviors he's got to model leadership and he's got to model objectives and got to model accountability and he's got to model respect a lot of managers think that if you're result-oriented managers you can treat people with disrespect and uh, if people are interested in go to my website I have a free ebook for everyone please uh, give us that address sure www.fswitech.com and you see a pop-up window come up for the free ebook on getting results and building respect all at the same time. Very good. Now, if somebody wants to buy this book, Managers, Can You Hear Me Now? Hard-Hitting Lessons on How to Get Real Results. Is it available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble? Where can you get this in the U.S. and Canada? Amazon is the best place. Amazon is the best place. Okay. Very good. And this is published by McGraw-Hill, so that's a very prestigious uh, publisher. Yeah, we're very happy to uh, to get with them. And uh, they're actually putting some pressure on Denny and consequently on me uh, to write a second book. Because the, book, the first book uh, sold uh, uh, beyond their expectations. What would the uh, second book be about, Frank Switek? Well, we're, we're toying uh, some ideas, and right now we're just in the brainstorming stage. Uh, one idea that uh, I floated with uh, Denny Striegel is actually how to go from manager to leader, how to make the leap from being a manager to being a leader. But uh, that remains to be seen, Brian. Well, don't uh, you see that one in ten are leaders, basically, that most are followers? Say that again, please. And don't you see that most people are followers? Only one in ten are leaders. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, you know, it, it is, there's certain requirements uh, to be a leader and 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 to be a manager. And, and the, the two requirements is the ability to take action and the ability to make decisions. Uh, you don't want people in management or leadership positions who wring their hands. Uh, when there's a crisis, who uh, wring their hand when uh, they'd much prefer uh, to procrastinate. So one of the qualities that we looked in all new hires at Verizon and in managers is the ability to take action and to make decisions. So having said that, uh, you know, I, 
I would probably agree with you that um, there are many people who are not fit to be a manager or leader because they don't know how to take action. They don't know how to make decisions, and they just kind of go along. Let's talk about the corporate culture. You have this available in 60 countries. Eight countries have uh, bought publishing rights. And what is the response uh, in foreign countries uh, to your philosophy on management and getting results? Well, I think that what's occurring is they are testing these these principles. So uh, China, as an example, uh, they had a university reprint the book. So we have not gotten into the business of saying, you know, how are you doing with it? Uh, we know they like the concepts because they reprinted the book. Uh, we know they like the concepts. And, you know, you are fighting uh, different kinds of cultures. But so what some people are doing is probably trying to take a couple of the concepts and putting them into practice in their operations. Very good. For those who just tuned into the Rusk Report, we're speaking with a great speaker, coach, and consultant in the areas of leadership management, marketing, and sales. Years ago, Dr. Ken Lipke, who was often on this program, praised uh, Frank Switek as a, a tremendous intellect in the field of leadership and management. If you're listening in South Buffalo, Montreal, or Washington, D.C., listening to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. <coughs> A little plug here. For 60 years, the Ampol Legal has been Polonia's newspaper, sharing our Polish heritage with the readers. News, feature articles, great columns and recipes have filled our pages for six decades. If you haven't read our paper, we invite you to try our winter special. Six months for $15. That's 26 issues, including our great Easter editions for only $15. Call 716-835-9454. To order or click on the services menu on our website, www.ampoleagle.com, and put Winter Special in the comments box. And ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. A little bit more information about Frank Switek. He has served as a seminar leader for Learning Dynamics in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Waterloo Management Education Center in Canada for over 12 years. He's received prestigious certified speaking professional CSP designation from the National Speakers Association. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more about uh, management and staying up with the times. Uh, there's a term... Uh, innovative disruption of how these uh, new companies can get in and do some, do things a lot more lean and efficiently at a lower cost and sort of take over uh, opportunities from the existing big guys in uh, major mm -hmm. corporations. Uh, uh, do you think that's healthy, this uh, disrupt disruptive innovation to challenge uh, the big companies? I mean, you were talking about Verizon Wireless. So uh, uh -huh. how do you feel about when the new guys get in? Well, I, I think that there's a great opportunity, uh, particularly for small business. I, you know, I think small business is the, uh, the backbone of our country and probably the backbone of Canada as well. 
And uh, so if they do it correctly, and what I mean by doing it correctly, I think if they become a data-based business, uh, a lot of companies, Brian, don't know their numbers. So if you ask them how many people visited your website, how many clicked on your website, uh, if you ask them uh, uh, how many uh, prospects do you have in your funnel right now, how many prospects have turned into leads, how many leads have turned in, they, they, they usually don't know the exact numbers. So I think it's good from the standpoint of becoming more metric-based. And the concept has actually came out of manufacturing. Uh, it's called Six Sigma Quality. And I got exposed to it in several companies that I work with. And it's an opportunity to become lean, to improve your processes. What it simply means is 3.4 defects per million. 3.4 defects per million. So whatever the company is making, uh, you only have 3.4 pieces of waste. I mean, it's a heck of a uh, staggering, really, uh, metric. But a lot of companies have reached it, including Motorola. So now this Six Sigma has now moved into other areas, and sales and marketing is another area that it's moved into so that we can measure the sales process. So if a salesperson goes out on a call, uh, okay, that maybe starts the sales process. Well, I think what that... What you do is you, mm-hmm. you, you measure each of these activities and you get data on this. You know, what percentage of people are you losing at the phone call? What percentage of people are you losing? And that leads to the kind of... Imp- are you there, Frank? I'm here. Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, so that improvement that leads to innovation, but it's metric-based. It isn't based on stories. It isn't based on anecdotes. Met- and I, if you're if you're measuring the right things in a business. Now, uh, Frank, this is something that um, uh, Kyle, Chris Collins, when he was county executive, was pushing for Erie County government, this mm-hmm. Six Sigma. And um, he's always been saying you've got to base all your conclusions on strong, tough data. So it seems like you're in agreement on that. Oh, I am. I, I totally am. Uh, I don't think convince people that uh, in the government sector it can work. And, uh, and uh, that's unfortunate because uh, I really believe that, you know, the numbers speak. The numbers speak. You can't run away from the numbers. Well, let, let's talk about that for a moment. You were uh, Cheektowaga Town Supervisor, and uh, g- why can't the government be run as a business? Uh, I mean, it's not for profit, but if they can be more efficient at low, mm-hmm. less cost, uh, maybe they could do a heck of a lot more for economic mm-hmm. development and private sector growth. So shouldn't this be applicable to nonprofits and government? Well, sure, sure. And, and, and the government, I've said often, Brian, that uh, you really you can't run it as a business, but you can use business principles to run a governmental unit. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and, and sometimes, because often uh, business decisions are made on a cost-benefit basis, okay? But in government, because 
you know, you have social issues. You may be taking care of social issues. Uh, the cost benefit may not may not be there because of the quantity of social issues. But it, it's part of your obligation to take care of those, you know, those issues. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Please tell us the name of the book, where people can buy it, and uh, tell us about that, Frank Switek. As managers, can you hear me now? Hard-hitting lessons on how to get real results, and they can get it on Amazon.com. Very good. We urge all our listeners in the 17 states we cover and much of Canada to buy this book. Uh, he's a very gifted writer, speaker, coach, and consultant in leadership, management, marketing, and sales. Frank Switek, who is also the former supervisor of the town of Cheektowaga, New York. Let's talk about the 3550 presentations for organizations that you've conducted throughout the U.S. and Canada. What were the themes? What were the uh, programs about? Well, they they really varied. They they were in a general area of management. They were in a general area of leadership, sales, and marketing. So, uh, a program would be uh, Six Sigma for sales and marketing. A program could be managing conflicts. A program could be how to speak before a group. A uh, program could be how to go from doer to manager. Big issue uh, in both our country and I believe in Canada when a person gets appointed to a management position, uh, they literally, in most cases, get no training on how to be a manager. They know how to be a chemist, they know how to be an accountant, uh, they know how to be a pharmacist, uh, you know, they, they know those things, but they, nobody's taught them how to be a manager. So they just go with their gut and they make some mistakes, and we lose a lot of good people to be managers. So. Part of it is, you know, uh, helping them to understand the role of the manager, understanding the skills of the manager, the behaviors of a manager. And I'm very specific. You know, I just don't go out there and throw out a lot of generalities. I I focus on the how-tos. You know, I tell people it's important to have good reviews of your employees. And then I show them exactly how to do a good review. Because I think the hows are missing a lot. So I, I get into the weeds. Very good. We urge all of our listeners on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520 to buy the book, Managers, Can You Hear Me Now? Hard-Hitting Lessons on How to Get Results. It's available through Amazon, published by McGraw-Hill in New York City, available in over 60 countries. Eight countries have bought publishing rights. We have the co-author of this book, Frank Switek on the Rusk Report right now. If you're listening in Cheektowaga or Toronto or Manhattan, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Sheriff of Erie County, Timothy Howard, Steve Cotton, with the Challenger Learning Center in Lockport, nationally known photographer Marissa Maruli. A little bit more information about Frank Switek, our guest on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. He has conducted sessions for organizations like General Electric, U.S. Army, U.S. Navy, Verizon Wireless, Comcast, Baskin Robbins, Buffalo, Boston Scientific, Amtrak, Rich Products, Q West Communications, Deloitte Touche, Ford Motor Company, 
Better Business Bureau of Upstate New York and Lay's Potato Chips. He has worked for over 25 Fortune 500 companies. In addition, he's worked for numerous small businesses. Our guest, Frank Switek, on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Let's go more into depth on uh, training a manager. Uh, let's say, for example, uh, a man or woman is a tremendous salesperson. They're elevated mm-hmm. to management of a sales force. How do you train that person so they don't fall on their face? Okay. Well, we, the three big areas that I cover is the mindset of a manager, okay, the skills of a manager, and the behaviors of a manager. So everything I, ta- I talk about with this new person is in those three areas. So when you get into the mindset of a manager... We try to instill that the mindset of the manager is to get results and not try to be popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, managers try to become popular or, or they become bulldogs. You know, they become authoritative and, and they jump all over people. The idea for them is to be a coach, is to guide people. Secondly, it's to it's to show people the way. Uh, you have to model the way for them uh, and how to deal. Now, you might take a salesperson out on a call. That's a good thing and show the mindset, behaviors, and skill that made a call successful. But it's important that you want to train them to do the call because oftentimes salespeople, start fail, salespeople who are promoted start to fail, so they go back to what they know the best, which is selling. And they, you know, they, they kind of manage uh, by computer. They, it's terrible. I mean, I, I just can't. I get very frustrated. So their job is to coach people from an as-is state to a future state. And they do that through metrics. They do that through coaching. They do that through setting an example. Uh, they do that through recognizing a good performance. If a person is not performing, putting them on a performance improvement plan to show that you're serious about their performance. It's building accountability in them for hitting their targets, hitting their goals. So in each of these, there's, there's specific behaviors involved in each of these, which would take much too long. But that's the general process. Is, is you got to make the mind shift first. Now, your job now is to get things done through the commitment of others. Before, you got things done through your own behavior. But as a manager, you now get things done through the commitment of other people. And it's managing the others. Now, the style, I would think, has to be inclusive, not exclusive, from the ground up and not from the top down. So you have to involve people. You need their input. You need their participation in order to be successful. Is that right? Yes. And and, and let me just maybe just uh, modify that just a bit. You want to be inclusive in terms of getting input, getting feedback, and getting ideas. But ultimately, the manager is the one who makes the decision. Uh, A big problem managers have is trying to reach consensus on all decisions. That doesn't work. The, The idea is to get everybody's input, everybody's feedback, make the decision, let the group know the decision that you made, and it may be somebody else's idea that you got through the discussion, but ultimately the manager must make the decision. Again, the book is co-written um, with also Denny Striggle, and the book is 
Managers, can you hear me now? Hard hitting lessons on how to get results. It is available at Amazon and it's published by McGraw Hill in New York City. Our guest today is Frank Switek, co author of this book. We have a few minutes left on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. What about molding an entrepreneur? How do, you, how do you get somebody to be a successful entrepreneur who may have been a salesperson, may have been a manager, but this is now another step to become a great entrepreneur? How do you do it? Well, I think the first thing that's important is if you're talking about an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, which is a person who works for himself, uh, something else enters into the picture, and that's uh, discipline. Uh, and the, it's the discipline, you know, when you're on your own, to be able to do the things you need to do to get the business in to start with, but also uh, you want to focus, we, we call it the four fundamentals, and it applies to all of these, including the entrepreneur. And the first fundamental is it's important to uh, get uh, results and drive revenue. So what are you doing to drive revenue? Secondly, what are you getting, what are you doing to get new customers? Number three, what are you doing to keep customers, and number four, what are you doing to cut costs? And at Verizon Wireless, you know, how do you how do you get everybody on board when you got ninety six thousand employees? These were the four fundamentals. And Denny would say, "Listen, if what you're doing every day is not number one driving revenue, number two getting new customers, number three keeping old customers, and number four cutting costs, ask yourself why are you doing it? Because it's probably waste." We have a minute left on the Rusk Report. A future goals for Frank Switek, speaker, coach, consultant in leadership, management, marketing, and sales. Your future goals, Frank Switek. Are you asking me? Yes, please. Oh, okay. Please. Uh, well, well I, I've got a number of ideas that I want to get back on paper, uh, uh, Brian. And one is called T2T Motivation. How to use golf course motivation to inject self-motivation in the workplace. And so golf is a great example of teaching us how to be effective in the workplace. So, you know, on a golf course, as an example, you got clear targets. you got par three, par four, and par five. On a golf course, you got clear accountability. You're the one that's holding the club and making the swing. Uh, you have uh, teamwork, you know, in terms of finding balls. you got honesty in terms of, you know, you I played in foursomes where somebody said I lost my ball, and all of a sudden, a few minutes later, he said, I found it. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, so that's that's honesty, and that's uh, that's integrity. That was very important to Denny, by the way. Uh, whenever he got a new assignment, he'd get everybody together, and he would say, I want honesty from all of you. Okay, on that note, I have to stop the program because we've run out of time. We'll have to have Frank Switek back again. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for 15 years. And I've heard so much over the years from the late Dr. Kenneth Lipke, who thought the world of Frank Switek, our guest. The book is Managers, Can You Hear Me Now? Hard-Hitting Lessons on How to Get Real Results at Amazon. Thank you for enlightening us, Frank Switek. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.